Hello, everybody. It's Saturday, which is new and weird because we're usually on Sunday. It's Quentin, and I have a new co-host today. Her name is Gigi. Gigi, say hi. Hello, hello, hello. Talking to the mic. I'm trying to. Okay, so for the past um, 15 minutes, Gigi has been having a hard time with the mic. It's not her friend today. It's really not. It's cheap. It's not cheap. It's actually like a $3,000 microphone that you're playing with. Oh, well, could have done a better job with posting it up. So I can't hold it all day. Then that's what you have to do. It's like all right. So we're moving on to the <laughs> dance floor. <laughs> and Gigi's going to share with us what she did this week. What did you do? What did I do this week? Um, I had a game night. Oh, I, I did something really interesting this week on Was Tuesday. it as interesting as talking into the microphone? No, but I did do something more interesting than that, and I went to go see Jerry Springer. I did Jerry Springer show, <laughs> and that was pretty fun. I watched this uh, this lady protest her son get married to um, a tra- transgendered individual, and she threw her teeth out, like her, her top rack, and then her bottom rack, and then she threw the Bible at Reverend Snow. At Schnorr. That's his name, Reverend Schnorr from Jerry Swinger. So that was pretty interesting. <laughs> You're joking. No, I'm dead serious. She just heart attack twice on Sunday. Dead she serious. threw out her teeth. She threw out her top rack. She's like, You're not gonna get married. <laughs> just like landed on a foot. And then she threw out the bottom one. That is yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> It was so, it was hilarious. And then I watched Jerry Springer talk about Kobe Bryant. Uh, it was kind of weird. I don't know. And yeah. What does he have to say about Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no, he was talking about messing around with underage prostitutes. <laughs> and then he mentioned Kobe Bryant. I don't know. It was really funny. So Man. That was good stuff. But that was the highlight of my week going to see Jerry Springer. <laughs> I said something about myself. <laughs> Doesn't say much. Doesn't say <laughs> exactly. Much. That's what I <laughs> started my new summer job <laughs> as a summer programs coordinator for a residence life. And nice. what do you do? Well, I don't sleep. I'm on call with a pager. I feel like a surgeon on Grey's Anatomy. I just to make sure nobody dies. It's really scary. They probably still will. Have you had any like overdoses yet? Overdoses? No, but I have. I- <laughs> We had to go through training and they did like a simulation where you walk into a building and you, it's, it's called, <laughs> the scenarios are called behind closed doors. <laughs> so they'll give you like a scenario and you knock on the door, you don't know what's behind the door and then the door opens and you have to deal with whatever the problem is. So for the entire day, I was just sitting back, like just watching people, laughing at people like, haha, you handled that situation incorrectly. You're supposed to do this, that and the other because I read the manual like eight times the night before. And then... Uh, my supervisor was like, okay, Quentin, you're going to do the last two. It's like, okay, because, you know, I'm the person who's in charge of the summaries. Yeah. So I was like, got it. Why did they give me the two most difficult ones? Like, what'd you do? Like, I knocked on the door the first time, and they wouldn't open the door. So I'm like, dude, 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 this is Quentin. The SPC, <laughs> open up. And these are all, like, actors. So they're like, oh, okay, we'll open. So they open the door. And you hear this. I was like, what the hell is that? They taped the door shut. 
I was like, oh my god, this is scary. The Wait, room is and they pitch black. Each one, one at a time. The <laughs> no, it had been sealed shut with masking tape. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm glad you find that funny. So, it is. <laughs> then, wait, think about it. Can they really like each one and they make that sound? Like, I thought it was some real locks, like padlocks. No, they opened the door, but it was like peeling the tape off because they sealed it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, the room was pitch black, and I was in my head, I was like, Quentin, don't go in there because you know when you're black, you don't go into dangerous situations. <laughs> so then there's like towels all over the floor, and this guy comes up. He's like, hey man, what's going on? And I was like. In my head, I was like, this is a marijuana situation. I was like, hey, um, I'm your SVC. Are you smoking? No, why would you think that? There's like fumes of marijuana or pretend fumes that I'm told about. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, can I, you know, you have to ask to get into the room. So like, can I enter the room? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can come in. There's like cloth draped everywhere, I guess to block the smoke. And I walk in, there's a room full of eight people spread out all over the floor just like moaning and like <laughs> laid out like oh we're so high like all this other stuff and i start freaking out so i'm like time out time that, that out sounds like <laughs> Dude, i'm like, I don't, like simulation over <laughs> simulation what i don't want to do this i'm like no no no, you're doing great you're doing great keep going quentin so i'm like okay uh then my boss is like trying to coach me through it's like what, what do you do next quentin i was like okay well i call security so i pretend to call security <laughs> so like, then i call the supervisor and i pretend to call the supervisor and i'm like okay now what okay gotta make sure that everyone gets on their feet you know so i'm like hey guys um it's obvious that you guys have been smoking marijuana so you don't want to sit up one girl wouldn't sit up so if a person doesn't respond to you you're supposed to call the paramedics so i pretend to call paramedics and then i'm in my head i'm thinking okay this is when you know my supervisor jumps in and simulation is over no they wanted to see how long <laughs> how long they could uh wind it out so i'm sitting there for like five minutes like okay this is obviously where it's supposed to be over and my supervisor is shaking his head like no we're not gonna stop keep going i'm like what okay so one person pretends that she's gonna start vomiting and i'm like freaking out over that then the other person's like throwing going through their wallet and throwing all the cards out of the wallet at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm like are you kidding so the simulation had to end because like everyone had their fun ah ha ha quentin failed so i was like okay so the next one i walk on <laughs> it's like a video game so the next one i walk into a hallway this guy passed out on the ground and there's a girl kicking him and she's giggling bouncing over down like ah, <laughs> they're drunk so i have to get her separated from the guy because the guy looks like he's like completely passed out and have to kill the you know the paramedics to come get him but she keeps kicking him and i'm like would you stop kicking him she's like i can do what i want <laughs> and i was like and then you know at the end of it like josh was like okay yeah so how do you think you did and i was like i'm ready to quit this is oh, this is a why do you want to work for the rest of life again free housing <laughs> can i get some love for that free housing <laughs> yeah yeah all right but yeah this is what i've been doing all week and mind you we're doing this radio broadcast and i have not slept yet because i was on call i have not slept is it worth it? I don't know. We'll see. Quentin is still going to the clubs tonight, even though he has to be at work at 8 o'clock tomorrow. Still hitting the clubs. Still hitting the clubs. Still hitting the clubs. We'll see how you like it when you run into, like, you know, some crazy people. Like you? No. Like David Ruffin. Like, imagine you run, walking into my house and, like, somebody want to sell you crack or something. What do you do? Wait. Someone's going to come into my house and offer me crack? I mean, like, I mean, your dorm room. That's friendly. <laughs> Because it happened to you? Yeah, that, that did happen. And you probably accepted it too. I don't 
I've seen your arms. You got all those needle marks. <laughs> Wait, yo, chill. That's old news. That's old news. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> pass that. All right. I've been for three months. We do not condone that. <laughs> so if you are just tuning in, this is Nobody Dances Here, the radio show based on the blog, broadcasting live from the Magnificent Mile in Chicago. Yep. So... I have been having a rough transition into my summer job because I'm one of those people that stays on my cell phone and on Facebook 24 seven because I'm used to having like office jobs where I can just do that. So if people text me, I can text them back. If they send me a Facebook message, I send it back, like email me. I'm completely I'm like instantly, like instantly. So this past week, I haven't been in the office. I've been on my feet, like pretty much nine to five every day. And people have been freaking out because they send me text messages and I don't reply within five minutes. So they send me multiple text messages after like, like, Quentin, where are you? Quentin, are you okay? Quentin, oh my God. Quentin, are we not friends anymore? Quentin. That's terrible. Yeah. I think it's good. I'm actually against uh, technology. Then I I, I get like off the radio show. I mean, <laughs> I know it took a while for me to come to the radio show though. Right. Like, I'm yeah, you were supposed to be on like a while ago. You're like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm straight. So I mean, seriously, I just feel like it's so imp- impersonal. Text messaging, like people break up over text message. That's wrong. People ask people out over text. People cuss people out and cut people off over text message. How are you gonna cut I've somebody out before. of your life? For like eight years over text message. Easy when that person's been to the crazy house every fall and then blames you for <laughs> her her mental disability. You gotta let her know. You gotta let her know. Well, you're crazy for being friends with her that long. You should have talked me out of it. You there's like three people in the audience right now that know who I'm talking about. You guys are laughing. What kind of friends are you to let me be friends with that crazy ass bitch? Anyway. Hey. Speaking of this, let me go ahead and share this story. Like, and there's this girl who is evil. Everyone knows that she's evil because she does like randomly crazy things. Like, she makes up things off the top of her head. She blames people for the many made up disability, mental disabilities she had. Like, she makes up like stuff. Like, I don't think she's crazy. So, I decided that hey, this person is no good for me. I need to cut them out of my life because. What a gun. Wait, what? <laughs> it's a song. I was so Shit. thrown off. <laughs> so, Sorry, there's gun music in the background, and she got really freaked out. Don't worry. You're still in the burbs. All right. So, bottom line, uh, I had an interaction with her, and she was really upset that I wasn't, like, my jolly old self, because I'm like, no, I have to put you on that RoboCop, because you might try to hurt me. That's terrible. It's not terrible. I'm happy. See, that's why you just don't let people get close to you, period. Keep them all at a distance. Oh, it seems like you have experience with keeping people at a distance. (laughs) This is like the first time I've seen you in 2009. That's not true. I saw you at the beginning of 2009. Anyway, (laughs) so. New news. New news? New news. Oh, I got some new news. Okay. Um, So the day before yesterday, Michael Vick just got released. <laughs> the puppy killer. <laughs> he just got released. And they were like, so the um, former football star, Michael Vick, just got released today. Um, let's go take a look at the puppies that he tortured for months. <laughs> I was like, they didn't even shoot a real story about him. <laughs> and they showed the puppies in the pound, like, scratching at the doors and stuff. Nobody adopted them yet? I guess not. That's weird. I don't know. 
Somebody, Stupid somebody puppies. Get adopted, <laughs> dumb puppies. I felt bad because, like, now somebody said that his friend got him a job at, like, the checkers or something. Wait, like, he doesn't work for the NFL anymore? <laughs> <laughs> he works at a burger joint. He makes, like, $10 an hour somewhere. They don't make that much. For those of you, for those of my, uh, the subscribers who are listening to the podcast and you don't know what checkers or rallies <laughs> is, uh, it's a drive-through <laughs> restaurant. Like it's a really tiny little hut, and your car pulls into a window and you order. And they have you good drive fries. Off. I don't eat fast food, but I will tear down on some checkers fries. She will tear down. I will. I love checkers with fries. her black glove. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's okay. It's a safe place. Oh Can make jokes. <laughs> Terrible, Michael Vick. So, um, (laughs) apparently Rihanna and Aubrey Drake Graham are not hooking up. Wait, can we just talk about why Drake is a rapper? Yeah, let's talk about that. This why why he was on Degrassi in a wheelchair for like ever, and then like he just became this this hot uh, uh, rapper. (laughs) He's a a Canadian gangster. Can we talk about in a wheelchair? Well, wasn't he like? He was uh Jim Jimmy, right? Jimmy. Oh wow. From Degrassi. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That is news in itself. <laughs> and now he's like a Canadian gangster. <laughs> a gangster rapper. Dang. It was well, like things. We do like... have a black president and I guess an actor who plays somebody <laughs> in a wheelchair can be a gangster rapper. I just thought it was really funny. Only like... in North America. Only in North <laughs> America. Truly. I don't know. Go black people. I don't so know. Janice Dickinson is talking shit about Tyra again because I guess Tyra Banks fired Polina Porshkova, who I actually liked. She was like a combination of Janice Dickinson and Twiggy. Oh. I mean, I love Janice Dickinson. That's a good combination. I hated Twiggy. Twiggy was so boring. She'd be like, Yeah, I like your picture. You may want to try to. Um, Take it better next time. <laughs> really, Twiggy? That's terrible. She needs to change her name. She needs to be Branch now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that joke oh coming? Yes, I did. I did. Hey, but I think like I had a, a decent. I saw. I was watching. I can't hear you because you're not talking in Sorry. the mic. Tyra, I feel like she's becoming like Maury. I was watching a Tyra show yesterday. I don't know why. Don't ask me. And um, and I was like sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden she had like these two girls who came on, and, and she was like, "How do you feel? Are you jealous of your friend?" And her friend was like, "I'm just trying to keep up with the latest stuff. I just wish she would have a baby so she would understand what it feels like to be me." I was like, "How does this get airtime? How? How does this get airtime?" Well, so. you try being, you know. In a market where people only people watching your TV show are like housewives and children who <laughs> skip that school. Is appealing to housewives? I mean, children I who skip school. They should be watching TV. Why? If I'm skipping school, I'm gonna enjoy me some TV. Why else would I skip school? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the kids on my block because they need to be inside. What more. block you live on? That the cell block. <laughs> I was wondering why oh, you. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering why you walked in in orange. Hey, hey, Peter Green, Peter Green, you asked me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write you a letter. <laughs> I had to get a notified letter. Mary Daly had to pardon you to be here. <laughs> Criminal. I come from uh, the the women's division. So oh, black God. <laughs> yeah, the women's division. What? So Lloyd 
<laughs> Receives a death threat in London. Did the music break? What's going on? I guess so. Lloyd? <laughs> a death threat in London? Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's interesting. It's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, like is just laughing. At <laughs> um, Taraja, Taraji Henson. That's not her name. Taraji. It's like Taraji P Henson. P. Henson. Yeah. yeah, I actually like her. She's cool. She's awesome, but she said. Why that would you want to be Meryl Streep though? Why would she, you want to? Can be we Meryl? read the headline before you jump off? Oh, go ahead. Dang, let's reverse. Reverse, reverse. You supposed to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Taraji P. Henson is going around saying that there needs to be a black mural street. And me and Glenn, Gigi are both like, why? I, I, I don't understand. Why don't oh, you understand? The, oh, okay. So she's talking about like the non-stereotypical roles for black women. Actually, I agree with that because I feel like all of the roles that are given to black women now are, are, are very stereotypical. On a side note, can we please... Okay, I'm going to turn the music down for this because I just discovered this. So... I was assembling a TV stand last night, which, because it came from the future, was really hard for me to assemble because there were there was nothing for me to use to put it together in a timely fashion. But that is a tangent. So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, so Halle Berry won that Oscar for Monsters, Monsters Ball. Ball. And they kept saying, oh, you know, they, we gave her the part because she, you know, uglied herself and, you know, that was an unusual part for her and blah, blah, blah. And then in my head, I'm like, hasn't she played a crackhead before? Yeah, losing Isaiah. And the Spike Jungle yeah, Fever. Jungle Fever. And, yes. That's I want you to touch me on the inside. <laughs> wait, wait. That's <laughs> beloved. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to make me feel good. That's the one. That's the one. But yeah, Halle Berry's been playing dirty roles since she started. I actually like losing Isaiah, though. I think she played a good part. Now, the role, of course, they give people, okay, they're going to give you crazy parts. I don't think that she should have won for Monsters Ball. But, it, I mean, look look what Denzel Washington won, Training Day. That was like all of the movies. I didn't see that won. coming. He was a dirty and, black But cop, get this. You know? Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg was hosting that night. They were just like, let's just get this over with. Dang. So wait a minute, hold on. So the gossip is like, Whoopi is Whoopi Jewish? She could be. Yeah, I, I, I like her. She was like hanging out with a lot of Jewish guys. So like what, what? What? What does that have to do with anything? But I'm saying like she, that's what she claims now, and like she doesn't go by. That's okay. No, it was a question. Oh my god. You're asking the wrong person. Look, you know I don't be like, following Whoopi Goldberg like that. You follow Britney Spears. Why are you bringing up people? <laughs> you know we're going I'm through a rough patch right saying, now. You know saying, we're going through a rough patch saying, right now. If you seek Amy, that's all right with you. La la la, la 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 la. Stop, 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 stop. I'm gonna start crying. I'm gonna start I'm so serious. I'm gonna start crying. No, I got it. We gotta take a break. I'm seriously tearing up. It's too much chemistry. <laughs> tearing up. Oh my god.
sorry, I had to run out and get some Kleenex. <coughs> yeah, cough awkwardly. <laughs> you evildoer. <laughs> Bringing up Britney Spears after that goddamn concert. <sighs> For those of you who are just tuning in, this is Nobody Dances here. The radio show that, you know, we just converse. Or as some people like to say, conversate. That. You say that? You know that's not a word, right? Whatever. Okay. I realize. Transitioning <laughs> into fashion topics. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> that's it. Audience members who do not like to clap get killed by the ninja. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, every month through September... <laughs> what the hell? Okay. <laughs> ChicagoAntiqueMarket.com Is this a online store or an actual antique market? Because it's an actual market, the Roosevelt Street Market Festival. You have to pay to get on in. I should just tell you that it's like it's the Randolph Street Market Festival, yeah, which is downtown. It's, it's like ten dollars to get in, so you pay ten dollars to have access to this market and where you have to pay more, and then you have to pay more for the <laughs> stuff. stuff. Damn, this does not sound like a good idea. But you can visit it online at www.chicagoantiquemarket.com for details because we're not giving you that much, pretty much. But have you ever been to like a fashion? boutique market where you I have to pay Ooh. but i'm actually no i'm really cheap and very thrifty and, yeah you know as we can tell from the, <laughs> the orange jumpsuit um, <laughs> if the government didn't provide it you ain't wearing it all right when, um but yeah i, I really know <laughs> there's actually a lot of uh places in chicago I know, especially for college students. I'm a I'm a I'm a newly college graduate, and so Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nah. that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, you know, we don't have too many people of color graduating from college. No, Shayna. Oh, oh my God. Call up my sister. Wait, can I tell you? Could be an undergrad for five years. Can anyway, I, can continue. I tell you a story? Can I tell you a story? Though? <laughs> yeah, tell me a story. Okay, so this is a good story. On my graduation, I was in Evanston, and I'm walking down the street. I had on my cap and gown, and you know, I had on the little Loyola emblem and stuff and um, I'm walking down the street and this white guy comes up to me uh, for those of you who don't know I am I am black um, <laughs> I just had to throw that out there um, this, is white guy, <laughs> this white guy who comes up to me and he's like hi congratulations where did you graduate from and I was like oh Loyola University Chicago and he was like uh, uh. he gave me this funny look like you went to college really and then he was like well Congratulations! You just, you just, and then he just walked away. That was really strange. Let me tell you what happened to me last I year. Disturbed. I have a very similar story, but it's more tragic. So I didn't know what to say. I'm like, shit! I paid a lot of money for this cap and gown. I'm wearing it for 24 hours. Yeah, that's what I so, did. So the I day my, before, I wore my cap and gown to sleep. Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. I wore mine to sleep. I wore mine to sleep too. You know, I look bushwhack when I woke up. And it had like a slash mark over my eye, but that's okay. You didn't even know that part of the story. So I wore the cap and gown and I uh, was wearing it all day. Like I wore it to meet my mom downtown. She was running late, of course. Wore it throughout graduation, of course. Yeah. We went out to eat at Cheesecake. No, not Cheesecake Factory. What's the other place? That's Grand my- Lux. Grand Lux Cafe. Walked in. Now, mind you, at this point, everyone's like, "Congratulations! What'd you get your degree in?" And you know, when people were asking me that question, of course, I shamefully said theater. But <laughs> <laughs> that's beside the point. From where? But <laughs> theater. <laughs> anyway, so I, we're at Grand Lakes Cafe, and I guess this black gentleman had a problem with me wearing my 
cap at Grand Lakes Cafe. So I didn't see the exchange between him and my aunt, but I'm like, you know, eating food and my aunt is like, in my head, I'm thinking she's twitching. Cause she's like doing this weird thing with her eyes and she's doing this weird thing with her mouth. And like, I didn't want to say anything because I hadn't seen her in like a few years. So I was like, maybe she developed something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and then my mom is just like, of course being like, I, surprisingly, like she's acting like a typical tourist, like snapping her fingers at the waiter, making these rude comments. I'm like, mom, why are you being such a diva? But I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I'm with these two weird older women and I'm going to play it off like I'm having fun because it's really awkward. And then all of a sudden my aunt's going, you need to do something instead of just standing there and making awkward facial expressions. I'm like, no, and I turn around and then she's like, yeah, I just said that. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, she is yelling at someone <laughs> at the cheese. At the, at the at cheese. The, <laughs> she's yelling at the cheese. No, she's yelling at someone at this restaurant. So I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, he has been making remarks about you wearing your cap. And if he's going to start something, he needs to finish it. I actually had somebody, a friend of mine said they had a similar experience at the Grand Lux, which is weird. Yeah. But I mean, that didn't top. What topped my experience on my graduation was this lady who she saw me as she was driving and she blocked traffic and people were coming up behind her. Her and she dropped she blocked traffic and she was like all you could see was like here like from my neck up you couldn't really see my gown and she was like congratulations congratulations for graduating from high school like, <laughs> girl you did it you did it girl you did it and i was like oh my gosh and i was like thank you and everybody started laughing and i was like oh my gosh yeah, but I graduated from college i had college. a cancerous uh <laughs> drug addict <laughs> female with a closed eye who was limping come up to me saying oh, i'm so proud of you and she proceeded to hug me but that's a good thing like i like that but she was a bum i like there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> she was a bum with dreams one day she had dreams oh too. my god Anyhow, and then it went to the that. needle <laughs> it went to the needle but back on anyway, topic because we oh kieta really, is getting really mad she's like okay, y'all on topic well fashion okay so i was telling you about like new shops you guys can jot this down at home but like jot this down jot this jot down this out. something old something new if you want to get like thrift shops that's on belmont um that's like a good a sh- you don't have to pay for entrance pay to get in right um flea market stores hand-me-down stores play-doh's closet i've never been there i've seen it before thrift shopping you guys can always i'm moving out i'll sell you stuff out of my house they go no i would rather <laughs> wait for you to say fuck this i'm just gonna put this in a dumpster and then i'll go shop then hey dumpster diving you can you, find great deals you know seriously chicago seriously. is the best place yeah, to no, dumpster dive you guys are laughing but i'm real. It's, oh my if god you live on like the 5800 block of north sheridan road yeah they throw out like not just that not just that table evans okay good places to dumpster dive evanston well met fullerton around DePaul, like mm-hmm. any college uh area in chicago awesome also these uh rogers park where the yuppies live that section like right to the west side of sheridan road uh, diamonds you can find diamonds yeah you can really find on north sheridan yeah also like I, don't I, challenge I really, me i really am selling <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i, I really <laughs> no, am, i really am selling like a furniture set so like you can call into the radio show if you'd like to get more information. oh i forgot like, to give out the number if you are listening you want to call to get some of Gigi's yum yums 312-345-3805 
Yeah, you might want to repeat that for people who didn't get the first time. 312. Jot this down. Jot this down. 312-345-3805. I know the number by now. 3805. Yeah, so call in for my couch set. It reclines. It's a pull-out couch. You can clean it really easy. It's actually stain <laughs> removable. <laughs> it's actually stain re- <laughs> like, stain removable fairly easy. Look, I, you better hurry up because I got some people in the studio who are trying to grab it right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold like that. I'll give you a penny for it. Um, Barney's New York is opening on Oak Street. So for those of you who still have your jobs in this bad economy, that's what's up. Belmont Surplus reopened back up, but they're so they're more expensive than what they were when they closed out. The I markups, was so upset. The economy is too bad. It really is bad. I was just looking that like Illinois, their unemployment rate has like skyrocketed. I don't right. know what I'm gonna do with myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you just graduated. Uh, See, I applied to grad school and I got in. Now I have a radio show. That's good. Take that. Still doing nothing with his life. Still, oh, huh? oh, oh! <laughs> I see we got. Just kidding. We took it to that level. We took it to that level. It's love. It's love. You don't know what love is. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe All not. Right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, what? What? what all right, what's new for you in terms of how you're buying things? Like, are you buying, like, things that you usually don't buy, or are you sticking to the same old GG? No, I told you. Like, I mean, I just buy a good sale, whatever's on sale. I actually have um, a price limit, like, no shirts over $20, <laughs> no pants over 15 but no i mean if i see nice things then i will buy some stuff but I, i'm not a shopper like that right i mean think about it you can usually just watch and reuse i'm like my wardrobe is like bounty right wash and reuse rinse and reuse that's all i do are you trying to get me sued <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't be saying people's slogans. I mean, it, it is. The only thing I really just buy over and over again are like underwear. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I don't. Thank God. I, mean, I really don't even do laundry. Until but you, like you're, you're more of a Hanes her way, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm Vicky my way. That way I can use whatever I want. I heard that Victoria's Secret's quality has gone down. They it's like, have. It's like really you, cheap. Do you guys shop Victoria's Secret? Yeah. It's it has really the cheap. material. Like I went to good. go snap my friend Tammy's bra once and it broke. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go home. She <laughs> really? She was just flopping <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. That's terrible. But you know what? Like if you do wash it more than once a couple of times, like it really does start ripping apart. Yeah. It's I mean, that, I guess it's nice. easy access. If you're into that, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Kmart got some good bras too. I used to go to Kmart and get my bras. Huh? You shop at Kmart I, for underwear? I said I used to. I used to. I upgraded on that. But you upgraded to Victoria's Secret, which is low quality. <laughs> Explain your logic. I did. I mean, there was a time. Look, I grew up in a family where we didn't have a lot of money, and so I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not bougie or whatever. Boo. Whatever. So we used to shop at all the like hand me downs. I didn't oh, get like a no. new pair of shoes. That is so whatever. sad. I didn't get a new pair of shoes oh, until I was God. like 10. <laughs> I got my first new pair of shoes when I was like 10 or 12. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, was, it was like some feline. And now you're a college graduate. Oh my god. Feline. Your life is so hard. <laughs> it's really not. I'm blessed. I am. You're all. I, I thought you were I, about to be like, I'm black. I got I, it going on. I'm that too. That too. You know, I'm blessed. So I mean, but I mean, I would say coupons. 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 No. Coupons. <laughs> it just died to me. Okay, so this this is so serious, guys. Please take heed. Get magazines, cut out coupons. Coupons will save coupons. you. Coupons. That's what they're called. They're not coupons. They are coupons. No, they're not. Hey. Coop. If I want to make my name sound more. Coop. C-O-U-P. And if you say coupons, you're uneducated and you need to die. <laughs> Dang. Ooh. You can also Google coupon codes. So for those of you that do a lot of online shopping, yeah. make sure you Google coupon code for the company that you're shopping with and get your discount on. I've gotten many free cinema sticks from Domino's by doing that. Yeah. It's nope. cheap ways to do this. It's cheap things to do. If you yeah. really want to like have hot fashion, you can always mix things up. Did you know? And uh, I just discovered this yesterday. No, wait, this morning when I was checking Twitter that apparently YouTube and Facebook and Twitter are putting eBay out of business. Really? Like have.com? What do you mean have dot com? <laughs> no, I it's mean, like because they all the there's like ways that you can buy things from people on these websites like MySpace and stuff like that. Like you can post things that you oh, want to sell, like and it shows up on Google, and people are buying directly from that person instead of going through eBay, which I never understood. Like I, I would click on so, like it's just weird because like you click on something to bid on it, but then you accidentally bought it, or you would click on something and you thought you bought it, but someone from Arizona made a higher bid and then they got it <laughs> it's good it's just the best too if you have something in mind i mean i would use craigslist i personally use craigslist, craigslist a lot craigslist but i mean with the craigslist killer and everything i don't know if you want to be safe like wait a there's a craigslist killer yeah does he <laughs> oh news clinton wait <laughs> and for wait is this a chicago thing or a united states Where? thing it was in the u.s but like yeah, that's why they took, they actually took recently, um, like, a lawsuit. They actually took the um, erotic section off of Craigslist now, where, like, prostitutes can go in and be like, hey, buy me for 200 They took that off because, like, people were getting killed. Like, people were meeting up with people and being raped and stuff like that. It's kind of um. crazy. But go to somebody. If you're meeting up with somebody, take a friend from Craigslist. That's what I, when I got some furniture, I just took a friend with me. Oh, I I'm glad you somebody. specified that you were getting furniture. It was like, so you are hooking <laughs> up on Craigslist and you bring a friend. <laughs> or oh, furniture. Furniture. <laughs> I'm going to use my coupons to buy some furniture. <laughs> you talk funny. Unfortunately, they won't. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and. And proud of it. Where are you from? Montana? I'm from everywhere. You walk like you're from Montana. Big ass hiking boots. Big ass hiking boots. How does that work? Hiking boots in my green jumpsuit and my orange jumpsuit. All right. Let's take a break. If you want to chime in to this fun conversation, you can call us at the station at 312 345 3805. I know you're thinking about that furniture. That furniture. You we know, have going. some special people coming, so don't leave. Why would you leave? Yeah, why would you? <laughs> Gigi is dancing. I am. Come in, talk nope, to us. No, you gotta cut that out. Nobody dances here. 
<laughs> the shoulder, the shoulder. <laughs> action and for those of you who are really slow and don't know the show is really centered around chicago chicago life chicago nightlife chicago art chicago culture even though we don't talk about it a lot we make jokes about it so right now we're going to talk about what you would experience in a summer in chicago so Gigi, how many chicago summers have you experienced Roughly. Five. Wow, you can count it up that high? <laughs> Four and a half, five. Since, okay. since oh, the sum, half like numbers. summer of 05. Yeah, I've been air every summer since 2003. Yeah. yeah. And I love it here. It's the best and only reason why I have stayed in Chicago is for the summers here. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we can't really say we have too much to choose from. It's like winter and summer. It's two seasons. So. Yeah, but I've had many <laughs> opportunities to leave Chicago, it but really I nice. stay in Chicago for the summers. Yeah, it's really nice. There's a lot to do. I like the I like the festivals. Like, I'm not a big festival person. Like, what type of festivals are you into? I love like gospel festivals, like gospel fest, like jazz fest. Um, there's so much going on. Yeah. I like a lot of those. I'm really so you're into, a gospel like, fan. Blues. I'm like jazz blues. I'm into a lot of stuff. But you're a gospel fan, cause like um, maybe, yeah. cause I can't get into gospel for some reason. I tried. I guess it depends on what you listen to. You know, there's a lot of stuff that that isn't really so much mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And then there's like this new wave of gospel, like the new Mary Mary. Um, people who are trying to like become more in- inclusive of the younger generations. Right. It's not like the old southern sunday morning gospel anymore do you ever watch that kirk franklin show on bet sunday's best oh my god i watched it once and i was like who (laughs) 
had this idea. This is horrible. It's like an American Idol for gospel for those of you who Not don't even. Know. It's like a bankrupt, janky Stop. version. No. Why does BET always have to take something and like dumb it down for black people? Well, one, I just gotta say, like, it would be a decent. It is a decent show, but I don't decent. really care for BET black exploitation television. It is black I mean, exploitation for, television. For those of you who out there who who do watch BET, just it's that's not the true depiction of black people. It's, it's not the exploitation of our characters. And you <laughs> like, know what bothers me about BET is that it's operated. Everyone who has like an important role at BET has a college degree. Yeah. And the first thing you learn with any program, whether it's sociology or communications or whatever, you learn that media has a really powerful effect on groups of people. Yeah. So if I'm working at BET, my logic would say that my actions would impact millions of black people. Yeah. But when you're putting on shows, what's the name of that? College Hill? Yeah. We put on shows terrible. like that. And it's not even, it's not even that. It's socially bad. It's like the quality of it is bad. Like you literally went to Radio Shack, got the cheapest camera, and just started filming it. It's bad. I mean, does anybody watch College Hill? Does anybody watch? It's terrible. And I, I mean, I don't watch. I only watch BET when I really just want when I'm bored out of my mind. I only watch it when I can't find the remote. Basically. (laughs) And even then, I am tempted to roll out of bed and turn that TV off. Yeah, it kind of blows my mind. I don't really understand it. It sucks. But you know what? The only show I did like on BET was that Brother to Brother. That was pretty cool. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Just a little. I was stalking my sister on Facebook and she met them. She has all like an entire album of like 30 pictures of her hanging out with Brother to Brother. I was like, you loser. On all the photos. You but loser. Like, you know, you it, had, loser. it had positive, like, it had some positive things. Like, they were trying to change their lives and, like, they were trying to work together and as a family and mend their relationship with their father. And that's something you don't see in the black community. And so trying I Trying to mend their cool. relationship with their father. Gee, I wonder how many young black youths have attempted that. Um, I mean, not all. I mean, every, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Bastard children don't really particularly care about they, their fathers, especially if your father abandoned you. I mean, I happen to be a product of one of them. Me I mean, too. So, Me I too. Mean, For those of you that are like, why does Quentin have a black card? I'm black. <laughs> I just talk different. I mean, so it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right. like, man. That's one, one of those, but it's too deep for the radio show. Right. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Um, well, we can always but, have you back to talk about that. I know. <laughs> like, Speaking of which, I was watching Temptations last night. <laughs> of course. And he came in and was like, oh, You need to change this song. This is the day my daddy died. Like September, the 3rd of September. Oh. <laughs> and like, he never changed the song. So. I thought that was pretty interesting. But you know what? A couple of years ago, I was like looking at a Temptations reunion and most of them like died. So like who's doing the reunions now? It's like two or three. Is Otis still living? Otis is dead. Otis, really? Yeah. He was like the last one. You heard it here first. Nobody dances here. Otis is dead. Whatever. Anyhow, I I really like these Temptations. But But some are fun. Some are fun. (laughs) Speaking of things that are dead, the topic... (laughs) We love to digress. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> but okay, Sorry. so. Oh, so when you want to figure out things to do in the summer, if you're if you find yourself being one of those people who are just like tired and bored all the time, Time Out Chicago, Metro Mix, Chicago Reader, Red Eye, if you're Red illiterate. City. 
For those of you who are illiterate, Red Eye is really good. Yeah, there's so many things that you can do. I personally like Chicago Reader has everything in there. So if you want to find something to do, I, I'm with the Time Out Chicago magazine. If you're bored in Chicago, it's your fault. It really is. Right. Oh. You really shouldn't. Like, I have a friend uh, who was actually at the, uh, on the show last week, Adam. He is bored out of his mind. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't want to get a job because he's about to uh, move to another state. So he like, wants to hang out for a few months, but he like has no clue what to do. And I'm just like, could you Google that shit instead of <laughs> texting me 15 times a day? Like, seriously. Yeah. You know, I have a friend like that, too. It's like, oh, I'm bored. What, what am I going to do? Go and for he, a walk. The he, lake is east. <laughs> the lake is always he, east. I have a friend. I don't know how many people have friends like that. I have a friend like that, too. He actually works like two jobs and whenever he two jobs and whenever he's like his day is off, he's like, I'm so bored. I'm like, do you not realize Just, that you live in Chicago? You, you are an L stop away from fun. <laughs> 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 what advertisement did I come off of? I made it up. But Mayor Daly, Mayor Daly, so Mayor sorry. Daly, I'm just going to say this once. Mayor Daly, you try to cop that shit, and I'm coming after my money. Basically. You can fold the Olympic basically. Committee, but you can't fold QXR. <laughs> you got that? Or Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got your number. That's why you were. That's why you were Dr. Evil on the cover of Chicago Reader yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> He is evil. I cannot stand Mary Daly. Every I time, either. I remember one time I came in to tape the show, and uh, they were like, "You know, Mary Daly's in the room next door." I was like, "He's what?" Yeah, he's in like because he was talking. To Turn some, my show up. Right. <laughs> he was like uh, hosting some part of the Olympic things on campus or he's whatever, and I was like, "Where is he? Tell me now." Like Quentin, you're getting agitated. Tell me now. So that's some summer fun there, though. You know, if you didn't know, there's going to be so much bulldozing and construction in Chicago to bring the Olympics to the city in 2016. That's kind of ridiculous to me. I am uh, morbidly against the Olympics. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand how people can be forward and live in the city. You, It would be the worst summer of your life if the Olympics came to Chicago. You wouldn't be. The transit system is already bad. You wouldn't be able to get anywhere. Forget having a summer job within any populated area. You would have to go to the suburbs. Like, you would not. You know, they would co- they're going to close the lakefront path yeah. over the summer for 2016. So, yeah. for those of us who live in Chicago and, you know, we reside in our own little communities and we don't want to venture out, we're going to cry every day because there are going to be international people, like, wrecking things I'm thinking, us. no, I'm thinking that, that, like, South America may get it, though, just because they've never had it before. I hope so. What Rio de Janeiro? Yeah, I hope so. so. I think that they may. Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Janeiro. <laughs> Habanero. They they might they might get it. I mean I I'm uh protesting for different reasons, but like like but some are fun. Some are fun. No, why? I want to know. We all want to know. <laughs> I mean, it's just a long thing. I mean, I feel like it's only going to accelerate the rate of gentrification. It and, is. It's already and, happening. And it really is. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. They're displacing hundreds of thousands of more people. Right. There's nowhere to go. It's going to displace the poor, low-income minority population of Chicago. And that's, people, what, that's what's happening. People are not understanding. This is a very difficult city. Like, yeah. the reason why I'm allowing us to digress is because... <laughs> Is the main because Kenyatta is about to beat me in the face. So we do have listeners in other continents who have no intentions of ever coming to Chicago. So they want to hear us talk. You know. But if you do, I want you to write letters. Maybe the government is tapping in. Maybe the FCC is listening in on this. You know. I hope so. What's up? What up, government? What's up? I know all your secrets. (laughs) Shit. I know all of your secrets. Yeah, that's terrible. All of them. 
but some are fun. So festivals, we were giving you cityofchicago.org. You can jot that down. Um, <laughs> jot <Metro>. that down. <laughs> Metromix.com. Because we're not going to put a link on it on the blog. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> Metromixchicago.com. That's your responsibility if you want to be bored. Your fault. Um, Chicago Reader. You can pick those up. <laughs> You can pick up um, What a are your eye. Okay shut up Gigi <laughs> What What are your favorite restaurants You the, said me shut up Yeah I just And I don't want to talk again Yeah Oh okay I want to cut you off Reverse it And now restart it Well that's just like, You want Wait, to cut me well, off And okay. restart again Yeah okay. So what are my favorite restaurants Yeah And please leave Popeye's Out of the equation <laughs> Oh that was So stereotypical I don't even like Popeye's Actually Right. Um, I don't. When I go out to eat, I like eating at um really nice restaurants because I can always cook. So I, cook, <laughs> I, I I'm a cooker. And you have a sugar daddy, so. I don't have a sugar daddy. I need. Don't have a sugar daddy. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm um, awesome. <laughs> I don't. Um, I think uh, some really good restaurants in Chicago. If you're on a good budget, like with your graduation money, that's a good budget. Um, melting pot. Yeah. yeah. Um, excellent desserts. Great. Yeah. Look, we have like we have people in the studio who were like, woohoo. So that was good. I didn't hear um, that, but keep going. <laughs> there, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, Brazos is another good one. Um, I really don't personally like the Grand Lux. I'm not a fan of Grand Lux. I, you know what? It's overrated. I like I like to it go is. there because the floors are extra slippery and it's nice to see people slide on them. I Ron of Japan. If you into like I love Ron of Japan. I actually ate with Ozzy Davis. Who's that? <laughs> Just kidding. Ozzy Smith. <laughs> actually I ate with Ozzy Smith at um Ron of Japan one day, him and his daughter. Ozzy Smith, like the greatest Who's St. Louis Ozzie Colonel. Smith. Colonels, St. Louis Colonels. I don't know. Anyhow. <laughs> baseball. Do you know anything about baseball? Who yeah. can't oh God, that is the worst <laughs> part of summertime in Chicago is those goddamn baseball fans. I can't stand you. They're not so bad. Can't stand you. If you like baseball, I am not your friend. You drunk alcoholic banshees. Wow. That was that was a low blow cue. Then you know, I'm on the train on my way to teach a yoga class and I can't sit comfortably because you smell like musk and beer. <laughs> you wanna yell in my ear. What is that yoga mat for? Woo cubs! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're talking about Cubs fans specifically, are you? Sox fans have class. <laughs> uh, really? that I, know. I don't know. Sox I think, fans I think have on class. On a day where they're losing, they all act like they have no kind of. But you Sox know. fans have class. Yeah. You Wrigleyville bitches ruin people's lives. Oh my god! I remember I had the worst Target run of my life. I was like, I'm gonna go to Target and get some sheets. So you know, I get on the train, get off at Addison. You know, it's just walk west down Madison. Yep, on Addison. But no, I can't even get through because there are bodies all over the street. Not even moving. That's terrible. What? But something, another, I guess you could consider a sport for those of you who like to run. I'm very into these. The Chicago Marathon is also this summer. We have the Breast Cancer Walk. Um, the American Heart Association is in the fall. So, like, if you're really into walks, you can go on those, go on the web to those .org sites. 
<laughs> and definitely sign up for something. Train for a marathon. We're an obese nation. Get your life together. We're so, we're an obese station. We're an obese nation. Obese I think the health, healthy, healthy. I mean, people think if, even if you're skinny and you're listening to that, like you need to go run a marathon too. People think just because you're thin that you're healthy. And yeah, that's not true. have you ever? Okay, I have had so many interactions with people who don't exercise. Yeah, it's and terrible. They're, they're like, I'm healthy. Look at me. They don't like, exercise. No, you're not. And thin. they're extremely weak Or they don't exercise yeah. And their midsection looks flat But you tell them to shake And it's all jiggly disgustingness <laughs> And it's like How do you How can you be a skinny fat person? How does that happen? <laughs> it happens a lot like, It does happen with, like, a the lot midsections Like <laughs> down the side. Stop Britney Spears But I uh, Yeah He said I, it not me yeah. He said it not me The woman has Is that her gut? Anyway So <laughs> I I wanted to make a comment about runners in Chicago because everyone and their mom turns into a runner for some reason when it gets hot outside. And just looking at some people like, you just woke up this morning and decided you were going to run. <laughs> running in dress shoes <laughs> and black socks. I've never seen anybody run in dress shoes, but I have seen people like running like church pants. Yep. I didn't get that one though. I didn't yeah, you need to tell your boyfriend to quit playing. <laughs> no, I told him that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, he's listening. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's time for about that time. About that time for what? It's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. All right. Well, we're having fun in the studio, aren't we? Summer fun. Summer fun. So- you guys, uh Saturday should be the crunk day. Like I'm in, I'm in a studio filled with people who are ready to have fun tonight. We're gonna go out, club hopping, <laughs> bar hopping, and you guys are just really mellow and chill. Like, like you guys are ready? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, moving. But surprisingly, yeah. on Sundays we're like, oh my god, <laughs> nobody dances here. Well. <laughs> god. Let's just, like, well, let's take a break. You guys, we're gonna get some sugar in your system because this is pathetic. <laughs>
Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, mm. get it, get it, get, get it, Gigi, Rain. get it, get it, Gigi. Uh oh, get it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't see us dance, so we have to indicate that with We're our not voices. Because nobody dances here, right? Right. Nobody well, sometimes we break the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have our good friend Tamara joining Woo! us. Could you not scream into the mic? Whatever. Okay, give the mic. I'm trying to give her a respectable welcome. I, I would like for you to give her the respectable mic. Okay. You get cracked in the face. Hello, everyone out there. Don't be. Okay, you're trying to be cute and it's not working. So I need you talking to the mic. What it hates my sexy um, voice that I put on, especially when he calls me at work. That's my sexy voice. Yeah, you'd be like, hello, city control. Like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> anyway, you have a very important cause that you wanted to advertise on our show today. Well, yes. Um, I'm here to promote um, organ donation. Um, right now, uh, one of my family members, my cousin Candace McCoy, is um, actually had kidney failure last in 2007, and um, we've come up. Me and a couple of people from uh, my church have come up with this organization to go out and promote organ donation and actually try to find her a donor right now um it's important to be an organ donor we're trying to push people i don't know people are afraid i don't know why people are afraid to donate their organs especially when they pass on i don't know you know religious beliefs and all that i feel you know as a christian you know can't take your body with you and you know what can i share why i'm afraid to donate my organs tell me is that okay my mom told me this (laughs) I got my ID, right? And I was like, I'm going to check that my ogre donor. My mom was like, don't do it. It's like, why? She's like, because if something happens to you, they're not going to try to operate. They're just going to let you go. And so, and I don't know if she was joking. Really? I didn't know. Yeah, they won't. Hey, Gigi, grab the mic. That is true. Like, um, even like people. <laughs> That's in the true. So you've field, been there in the in no, the hospital. No, 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 like, no, no. oh, y'all just gonna take his organs? <laughs> not even try to do CPR? No, or no. I know a lot of people. He was just <laughs> choking on a biscuit. Dang. I do know a lot of people in the medical field, honestly, and I've had people who honestly say, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a donor. If you're a donor, you're a donor, but they won't risk the money or the time to try to save you when they can just take a perfectly good organ and give it to somebody who's already, you know, on on the stretcher. Need, so yeah. they they won't. So, like, <laughs> what, okay. But I'm still a donor, so it says something about myself. Sacri- <laughs> self-sacrificing, that's what it's about. So what, like, how is it, how has this, like, affected your family? Like, I know this is really tough for you. Um. Well, yeah, my, my grandmother, uh, you know, lost a kidney. And uh, my grandmother lost <laughs> a kidney. And so, um, it, it, but my grandmother lived a, a, a lot of years before she died, you know, okay, we're not having to keep them doing dialysis. My cousin actually, ever since she's been diagnosed in 2007, drastically been really, really sick. And oh. um, so, you know, now we're tr- really trying to push to get it because my grandmother was on the list. And like I said, she wasn't really affected by her age. She really didn't, you know, get sick as much as my cousin is. Right. I guess she's been diagnosed with kidney disease since she was very young. Yeah. And so her body, you know, now is really not doing well. Well, and why we're really pushing it because our family members, no one is, um, no one, sorry, Quentin is about to beat me up for not talking to the mic. Um, <laughs> no one in our family is actually currently eligible due right. to 
being overweight and yeah. that's another thing you know you guys was talking about weight and exercise and stuff like that you know one of us could be a petition uh Potential, ooh, potential, potential donor. thank you, donor, and they won't even test us until we lose, you know, a certain amount. <laughs> they're like, you like, walk into the clinic, like, nah, baby boo. Yeah, the doctor's Not, like, nope. you need to at least lose 20 to 30 pounds. They don't even let you step on a scale. Right, like, no. Nope. test to see if you have a good kidney. It's like, they just look at your weight, and they're no, like, no. Not, nope. So, um, let me put my, my stuff and go back. You playing games. You going out <laughs> to a lot of the events in Chicago this summer. You guys are talking about parades and festivals and that's where we're going to be at our first um festival we're going to be at is the gospel fest june 6 and 7 and one thing i like to say about that uh going back to things in chicago um i work for the city of chicago and i'm kind of upset because they cut one of the days for the gospel fest out of all the festivals yeah it used to be three days it's only two it's only two and so i'm really kind of mad about that how you gonna cut jesus that's all i gotta say <laughs> don't cut him that's not nice. <laughs> I'm so upset about that. Right. I'm disappointed. I usually go like on the last day. That's the best day. Um, I'm on <laughs> the Facebook. last day. Is the best um, day. Actually, I'm, let me, I'm, so I'm getting biblical. ahead of myself. I'm so sorry. Biblical. <laughs> I do. I show up on time. The the organization is called Candy's Team. By the way, we are on Facebook. We are a group. We're open. So. Anybody listening out there can go join, has all the information. You want to be a volunteer? We're looking for volunteers. We need people to come out and hustle and hit the Jesus streets. needs you to come out and <laughs> hustle with them. This is our recruitment plan. It's called Hit the Streets for Candy. We're going to be at the festival. We're going to be out there with our T-shirts, our pamphlets. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. Hit the <laughs> streets for Candy? Hit the streets for That's Candy. That's a little misleading. <laughs> Because if I showed up like, can I holler at Snickers bar? Quentin is at the type of party. What do you mean it ain't that yeah. type of party? And then, like, I thought she was about to say something else. She was like, hit the streets for candy. We were sure they were our teachers. And I, I thought she was about to say our panties on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, thought this was a kidney drive. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt and my panties on. Um, yeah, so we are a group on Facebook. T-shirt and, and my panties on. A webpage is, uh, we do have a webpage. T-shirt and my panties on. <laughs> the webpage is Candy's Kidney 2009 at yahoo.com. That's the email address. Actually, I don't know what the web. How about is. you give me the information? We'll put it on the blog. Yeah, we're gonna put it on the blog. No, but we're our, not but gonna, I do gonna put it on the blog. I want to say one last thing that our donor informational. The first one, if you are looking to become a donor or a donor, it's gonna be July six on the Monday. That's my birthday that I share with George W. Bush. And it's two days before mine, July eighth. Thank you. Yes. Oh. So we should celebrate July 7th, but continue. And at 7 p.m. at First Baptist Congregational Church, Washington Ashland on the west side by Union Park, down the street from the United Center. Thank you. Um, that's going to be um, our right. information for Okay, donors. thank you, Tammy. You are so mean. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Tammy. We that, love no, you. That was good. Actually, Tammy didn't mention something else that also goes along with the summer fun that I saw on um, on her paper was the Butt Billiken Parade. If you aren't familiar with it, um, the hell is that? it's amazing. Amazing. Anyhow, you can I don't come. like parades. Um, it's amazing though. I mean, it, it's great. You guys should just come out. They have like the South Side Steppers. They have it. It's awesome. Great. You guys should just come out. It's it's it's, it's a it's a black parade. Um, it is honoring our, our people. What in isn't Bronzeville. black these days? Our president is black. <laughs> the richest woman in the world is black. It's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. It's a lot this of things. stereo that I'm looking at is black. It's good. Good. We coming up. Well, 
At least we'd like to think so. They'd like to make us Sure, I'm hustling. I am hustling. Like, I want a blog. And I, want, I want a radio show. I want a TV show. Wait. Um. Yeah, but Tammy was talking about, you know, making sure that you're fit and you're healthy so that, yes. you know, you can donate. Something. So that you can so, be a donor. Right. So... Um, but wellness all together, I mean, it, like we were talking about the ru- the runs and the walks. Even if you're not into wait, running, you have the runs. <laughs> if you're not into running, at least walk um, for something. Be some kind of donor. Wellness, your mind and body. Tea, drink, uh, eat a lot of healthy things. Carrots, um, I don't, uh, vitamins. Take your vitamins. There's G and Z stores everywhere. So stay fit. Be right. Thank you for that little spiel. <laughs> I mean, I, hey. when do you, okay. Anyway. We need to transition into. So, what is um? What is um? You want some? You want some? You completely threw me off with that tea talk. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. What it is. We're talking about fitness, mind, body, and health, and so we were talking about. I mean, that's a motiv- good thing. But okay, so oh, but motivation, but motivation, but not just motivation. <laughs> what? We're talking about that. anyhow. Summer. Let's get back to the summer fun. So the topic of the show today is summer fun, and so some other things to do are some great art galleries. There's art galleries all around the city of Chicago. If you're really artistic people, have you been to um, the Modern Wing yet? I I haven't. I'm scared that I'm gonna fall because the bridge uh, took like a day to get so, done. I went there the other um, day. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. That. Oh I hear my that it's decent though. It ain't decent. I personally think they shouldn't build anything in Grant Park. You know. I'm Why? With, I'm with Cyrus McCormick. Why? I just. I, I, what? You just shouldn't. It should be a space reserved no. for just people to You're come wrong. and relax. Anyhow. So um and then there's a guard there's a gallery on 35th and King Drive Gallery Gouchard so if you're into a lot of art you want something to do um and hang out with some fun artsy people you can definitely do fun that. artsy Pick those people are weird sometimes you got to make sure you have the conversation first before you hang out with no them. they are awesome don't just like jump in and be like we're gonna be friends <laughs> and end up with somebody that's like suicidal yeah, and dramatic that's true. that's true but that's not the case and that's <laughs> that's that's not the I case hate with myself. <laughs> I bleed from my eyes. <laughs> That's definitely no one understands me. <laughs> That's definitely not the case today. Speaking of fun artsy people, we're we gonna have, have some fun Al- artsy Hatley. people on the show. Hatley's gonna come on yeah. in a little bit, but we're gonna transition first. <laughs> like a Why break? did I say that? Yeah, don't know. You ruined everything. We were doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So I guess we're gonna take a a, a, a a half a second minute break and then um we're gonna come back. Kenyatta's about to beat us with the bat. I definitely he he messed it all up. But anyhow, um, we're gonna take a, a one minute break and then we come back. We're gonna meet our fun artsy people who aren't suicidal, um who are actually wait. Part of there could have been more of them. There could have been more of them, but they didn't make it. I don't know. We don't know that. We'll find out from they Hallie. They are not. We will find out from Hallie. She'll tell us. <laughs> Uh, one out of one million residents be 
dissident who ain't kissing it. The politics of chains and whips got the sick missing chips and all the championships. What's love got to do with what you got? Don't let a win get to your head or a loss to your heart. Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear. Alright, we are here and we're back. How are you guys doing? Doing Good. pretty well. Great. Awesome. So we are joined in the studio today by Hatley Vogel and Emmanuel Aguilar. Well, you want to say his name? Okay, say it. Emmanuel Aguilar. All right. So you guys, uh, you do a lot of artsy things in the city. So do you want to tell us about that? Sure. We started a art collective uh, last August called The Happy Collaborationists. And it started with an independently published art journal. And then just a couple weeks after we had the release party for the journal, we opened up a gallery space and have been having shows monthly. What kind of shows? Define shows. Um, Installation-based shows mainly. We've had some performance pieces. Uh, Some of them have been more traditional uh, paintings and that kind of wall art, more like. (laughs) Right, but I think we like to keep um, the gallery space... uh, open to more um, avant-garde approaches to, to art practice and less commercial approaches to art practice. That's sexy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving it. So can you tell all of the listeners out there where exactly is this gallery located? Where can people come in and, and see? Take a look. It's 1254 North Noble, which is off of Division at Noble, uh, between the Shell Station and the BP. Uh, we... Are having a show in June. Uh, we can post that date, I guess, on the blog. Yes. What's your website? So people can go and take a look. We on have website. a blog. A blog. Oh, yeah. So awesome. it's happycollaborationist.blogspot.com. And for those of you who didn't graduate and would like to learn how to spell collaborationist, C O L C O L L A B O R A T I O N S T. Plural. I cannot believe you just did that. My jaw dropped. What is it? What? If I didn't know how to spell that word, I would have just Googled it and have Google fix it. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel like a low life. <laughs> Moving on. So, okay, so you guys started this. Is it just you two or is it like a team of people that you work with? Uh, there are three of us. but the So, where's the, the, see, I made this. I, where's the third one? <laughs> it's not an airplane. Okay. Right now, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I believe you. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Coming from, coming from where? where? No, she's on her way to Europe. Nice. To do art, like to, to show, to present? Well, she's taking a class in uh, correspondence to the Venice Biennale. Nice. Have you ever been to Europe to mm-hmm. present your art? Art? Europe? Well, we haven't been over as a collective, but I, I think we've individually been there. I'm actually not an artist at all. I'm an art historian. So so you're a moderator. Yeah, I just, I I like, I, you know, like curating the shows and that kind of thing, but I don't actually produce anything. That's okay. I mean, I feel like having an appreciation for the art is sometimes even more important than than being an artist. Yeah, they need us. Yeah. I mean, without people who appreciated the art, there would be no artists, right? Yeah, there you go. Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Feels good. I mean, art does. <laughs> art feels good. Art feels good. For those of you that like, that just came out of nowhere, I was uh, rubbing Gigi's back seductively as a joke to make her feel uncomfortable, and I intended for her to mess up 
but no, she went with it. <laughs> Way to go. I like you as a co-host. Going with the flow. Okay, so you're like the ringleader. No. You uh, call the shots. You're like a, a firecracker. You make it hot. <laughs> it's a Britney reference. I'm sorry. God damn it. Um, I, I mean, we all work together on these. That's on why the they're shows, happy collaborations. Exactly. We collaborate a lot. Yeah. Um, Did you invent the remix too? Well, mm, the remix. I my thesis was actually entitled the remix. You're joking. So, <laughs> are you? But you didn't know that. So. I did not know that. Yeah, that's what my. Or maybe he did. Yeah, he I also just graduated. People. So. Wait, I like to what? Nothing. Where'd Stock you from? <laughs> uh, Columbia. Nice. Now all of us, all it's. So Let's see. The collaborative is Anna Columbia Trier student. and us too, and we all graduated, or except Anna didn't graduate from. You, you graduated. I graduated, and so did Emmanuel. You know my school rivals your school in the fashion departments, right? You know what? My school's fashion department rivals your school's fashion department. I've heard your school's fashion department kicks our fashion department's ass. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, and I'm glad you brought that up. I wrote an article about the fashion show this fall, and I said Columbia kicked our asses because. The stuff that my school was putting down the roadway, everyone was like, what the fuck? Well, what I is that? I think that, that that kind of perception that, I mean, that I stated, I think it comes to that a lot more attention gets driven by SAIC than right. Columbia does. So, like, SAIC gets all the articles and they get all, like, the covers. It's because my school, for some reason, has the media as their friends and your school doesn't for some reason. I don't know why. I, mean, I definitely it, think Columbia has really talented students. Yeah, I think Columbia's coming around more these days, but I think that this, as a staple, SAIC just has more history and right. a bigger presence in the city. SAIC and all that. You heard it here for us. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so you guys graduated. Yes. So what, do you, what are you going to do now that you have your degrees? Um, now we're just going to, I guess, focus on the gallery a bit more and publishing the quarterly art journal that is by the same title. And also, we're I'm independently we're involved in a few other projects. I'm opening up a book bindery in the apartment as well, so we'll be sharing the same space as the gallery. Wow! Um, just kind of more behind the scenes. Now I do have a question. I want to know, like, what is your um publishing process because the last time I interviewed someone who said that they had a published uh, a published you know book of work they had stapled pieces of paper together that were folded <laughs> and every page was handwritten so they couldn't even afford to photocopy it no I, we, we get uh, our stuff printed with like, you know the print house we don't yeah. oh you do okay that's awesome we don't staple things ourselves I mean we may cut things up I mean Ain't nothing wrong with that. We don't we don't do the Good. actual printing. Now, is the publication like the final piece to everything as far as like graduation? I, I assume you were working on this before you graduated. So is that like the uh of your work in your career at this point in time? The publication. No, I mean I mean like as Hadley said, we're all involved with different projects. Um, the ma I mean I think that the magazine and the exhibition space are just um, extensions of our like long term career plans um, I'm also involved with another publication called Jettison Quarterly and it's entirely online magazine uh, all having to do with like Chicago culture but that's just like another side so I think we just try to balance all of our interest into different projects that sounds great wait I have one last question when did you fall in love with art when did oh. I 
Damn. Truly, honestly. When when did that happen? I didn't, I, you know, I don't think there was ever a moment where I fell in love with art. I think I, I kind of, I was always around it and I never really stepped back and appreciated it until I was involved in the collective, To I think. I mean, it was kind of, I was going into it blindly and it was just something that was always around. So I don't think there was ever a moment where I realized how much I loved it. <laughs> What about you, Emmanuel? Well, I, I don't remember when I fell in love with art, but I, I did fall out of love with art. Um, I double majored at Columbia in marketing. So during my sophomore and junior year, very years, smart. I, I was really, really involved with, on a, and I was really, really involved with uh, my marketing studies and like just doing all that. And I completely forgot about art. And then I took an identity politics class with this one professor and it kind of just gave art a different venue than just aesthetics or um medium practice so i began to make a more academic dive into um art especially within identity politics i like that because a lot of people who decide to go to art school really don't attempt to develop their sense of business and then they graduate and they're like okay i want to pursue this art but they don't know how they're going to make income like no i think people go in like idiots i mean there's there's definitely a, a lot of benefit that comes from being somewhat informed within like market and business especially right. in the arts because it's, it's the kind of industry that revolves around a lot of networking a lot of socializing right it really doesn't it come, does i mean you can't have job fairs for right. art you know like so it, it really really benefits to like have some sort of marketing right and i, I think it's funny that you brought up socializing because i like since because uh, i went to loyola before i came to this school and the biggest difference i noted for being at an art school was that people aren't as social like you can't just hop on an elevator and be everyone's best friend and talk about you know what you did last night and then you know have all these facebook friends like it doesn't happen yeah you know <laughs> it's like some people they are in the zone especially if you befriend a performance artist because you don't know if you're befriending the person or if you're befriending whoever they are that day that hour yeah like and you hallie don't you do performance art uh no i don't do performance <laughs> art do you Emmanuel, do you do it i have it i mean i've done performance because i don't get it i would love to have someone on the I, show I, explain to me what performance I, art is i mean I, I i can see where a lot of uh uh like problems derive derive from like trying to find a connection with performance art because i think that i've come encounter those kind of obstacles right but i think that performance art has to function uh as an experience more as like a, an end result so because it's just i guess because i i got my degree in theater you know as an actor and a designer so when i came to the school like oh they have a performance department and they're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. quentin don't register <laughs> for that class until you know what performance art is and then i saw it and i was like what the hell is this <laughs> what is this madness i oh. definitely think that performance uh, like Whoa, that's that's performative right there. <laughs> I just broke the mic. <laughs> I think performance art has to really, really, really be engaging and successful in order to be, I mean, to really, really convey a connection to an audience because it, it, it can be it can be the most mundane thing and it could reach no one and no one could care. And Yeah, it I mean, really it, was, it really can. I, I could say that um, 
I, performance art, I, I'm definitely very familiar, especially I'm a, an artist, a spoken artist, and so I do a lot of performance pieces as far as, and it, and it really does have to be realistic and make that connection with you. And I understand why you're saying, well, are you being this person on this day? Are you a performance artist? Is this really you? Um, it is really you, but it's just another part of you. And so I think that that's important because even if you're um, an actor or an actress, <laughs> Even if you're an actor or an actress, I feel like that's very, very important. You can't lose that. That becomes another part of you. I think it's when we look at actors like Denzel, and I think that's what makes them so, so, such good performers. They're, they have that ability to do that, lose themselves in their character. Damn, shut up, Gigi. Anyway, <laughs> back to happy collaborations. Was there anything? What What do you guys look forward to this summer? Like in terms of like your goals? Like I know you guys have a marketing plan. Manuel seems like a genius. <laughs> like we're gonna be doing this by August. God damn it! <laughs> we're going to the Hamptons. Aren't really? We, Allie? <laughs> well, Allie, aren't you from the Hamptons? Yeah, we might st- sleep on my parents' couch or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I wanted to clarify that, but like, wait a minute, how can it be artists and they're going to the Hamptons? Like, no, <laughs> Hallie's from the Hamptons. We do not find it. Nobody dances here. So, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, well, go ahead, Hallie. This summer, I think we're just trying to get everything uh, like set up as far as finding a show for September that we really want to like kind of focus on and curate and I guess bring it to a different level of professionalism that we haven't really been doing in the past. Well, because you were in college, but now that you're, you know, just a, you know, it's just nice to see people who are like, okay, we got the degrees. We know exactly what we're doing. Now let's take the world over, you know? Yeah. And we're also looking for other ways to kind of uh, find, find ways to, uh, raise money to supplement the gallery because right. it's kind of it gets expensive get buying that much wine <laughs> yeah and, and um i mean there are a lot of costs that go into it especially with publishing the magazine so we have uh we're thinking of having a little street vending cafe type thing from the happy collaboration if you have chocolate there i'm there well, we will have chocolate there, yeah. so we but have to see you there. I want the entire box. Quentin, we can't do that. I want the entire box. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. True story. But Gigi's all the chocolate I need for right now. Rancid chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a mic to say anything. Anyway, Hatley and Emmanuel, or is there anything else that you wanted to plug? Because you guys are doing some amazing things this summer, I'm sure. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, just visit happycollaborations.blogspot.com. And, and that link will be on our blog. Okay. On the blog roll, actually, because it's really important to me. And I guess I'll just plug in, if Hatley's okay with it, my other project. Go for it. Go for it. I'm uh, all about promotion. Jettisonquarterly.com. It's an online magazine, Chicago Culture. Right. Um, Check it out. And it's a free subscription and it's up and running already. So, jettisonquarterly.com. And what's on Jettison Quarterly? It's a Chicago based culture magazine. So, we go from fashion, music. We try to promote uh, local DJs and local local musicians on our website. Um, Could you. Find me a DJ to do the music for this show. I've been having okay. the hardest time. I was actually gonna ask you guys if you guys wanted to promote um, the show. Um, I'm more than happy. Yeah, okay, we'll have this when we're know. not this conversation when we're not in the air. But like, if you guys are listening, like, what the hell is going on with the music? Like, I can't control what's going on. <laughs> I just, like literally, I was like, I want a radio show, and they were like, okay, here's your two hour orientation, and then I forgot everything. Not smart. 
Anyhow, I, I, I wanted to know, women made. What 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 is that about? Oh, woman made. I work for woman made. Okay. Uh, where where'd that come from? <laughs> I, I, was, <laughs> I was just looking at like Justin Quarterly. We only have five minutes left, so we would love to have you back. I don't know why you like keep bringing up new topics, and we're like, <laughs> so, just like we're doing the wrap it up, wrap it up. This is a real radio show with like a real producer, a real show director, and a real audience. GG. Respect the business. Respect the business. Gigi made a joke, but nobody heard it because she's not. She's not on a mic. If you're wondering why you heard silence for about ten minutes, I said because we were real late and everybody heard. They laughed because it was funny. All right, guys. Thank you for coming to my show, Thank Emmanuel. You and Thank Hattie. you for having us. We'd love to have you back. Keep us posted. Uh, happy collaborations. The link will be on the blog, and it will also be in the blog world because it's a really happening website that everyone should know about. All right. So we are going to take a brief break, and when we get back, we're going to have closing arguments with Gigi. And, oh, shit, this is my song. <laughs> Come on. Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn. That's Dead right. right, if the head right, Biggie there, and I. Papa been smooth since days of under rules. Never lose, never choose to. Bruce Cruz, who do something to us? Talk go through us. Girls want to us, wanna do us, screw us, who us? Yeah, Papa and Pump. Close like Starsky and Hutch, stick to clutch. Yeah, I squeeze three at your cherry M3. Bang every MC Take that. easily. Take that. Uh-huh. Recently, niggas frontin' ain't saying nothing, so I just. Speak my peace, keep my peace. Cubans with the Jesus peace, with my peace. Packing, asking who want it. They got it, nigga, flaunt it. That Brooklyn bullshit, we on it. GGGGGG, can't you see? <laughs> I'm so happy you're co hosting with me. <laughs> I thought of that just for you. I didn't even plan that. I didn't even because I don't even know what song is coming out. All right. So glad your loyal education paid off. Don't be telling everybody where I got my degree. (laughs) Joking. You can know that I got my degree from Loyola in theater. Even though I was black and couldn't be in you know the productions. Anyway, anyway, try calling nobody out. I'm not trying to call anybody out. Let's see. When I was at Loyola, I played a voodoo priest. A juvenile delinquent, a young child with uh, a disability, and he had the disability because he got shot, <laughs> um, a criminal, and I played a servant twice. That's progress. Diversity, y'all. <laughs> I know. Diversity. Terrible. No, but, you, but, you, but you also danced, so it didn't matter. Yeah, and I was also, you know, national spokesmodel for Belly Toll Fitness. But I'm not I'm not trying to throw that out there. They I'm still not. have you on the commercial. I know. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, la, la. All right, so <laughs> don't tell everyone my resume. <laughs> you were telling it. Oh my god, your mic is too loud. <laughs> anyway, this is nobody dances here. We had way too much fun on a Saturday, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed listening. Did you have fun, Gigi? I had a lot of fun. I'm Thank definitely you for inviting you're me. definitely on that top echelon of co-hosts. I want back. I don't want Jenny back ever. Why? She's so mean. <laughs> And like we talk, and then she like cuts it short. I'm like, no, you're supposed to keep going with the conversation. But you're real smooth. You and Neha so far, I like. Awesome. I like Jenny too. I'm just joking. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. Is there anything you want to plug? People should know. Like, 
part of the stipulation for my co-host is that one you have to be able to talk and two you have to be an artist and Gigi is an artist she writes the most beautiful poetry could you give us something oh my god please 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 <laughs> as long as you don't call me what Malik Youssef calls me <laughs> Gaga <laughs> I forgot the name. I really forgot the name. On the way over here, I was like, what do they call her? What do they call her? What do they call her? I couldn't think of it, so. No, I won't perform anything now, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll perform something Just by request a, next time. a verse of something, like four lines. No? Okay. I love nature. Woo! Oh, that was three. And period. That was four. <laughs> that was four. I'll perform this something else like later. A, this sounds like a Tampax commercial. <laughs> I love nature. Period. period. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed. Thank you for having me. No, um, you're coming back. You don't have a choice. <laughs> and um, all of you out there, have a great week. Hopefully, I'll see you next time. Uh, you'll hear me next time. <laughs> Maybe not. Are you still talking? <laughs> yes. How are you going to say, oh, the show's over? And then you like keep talking. <laughs> What are you laughing for? Anyway, so you just dropped the ball in the court. Anyway, this is Nobody Dances Here. Check out my blog at nobodydanceshere.com. I updated the layout, but apparently it's too urban for some people. I don't really care. I'm not touching that design for another, what, six months? And uh, we had happy collaborations on, and then Tammy had her... Uh, candy? Candy. 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 Candice for, for kidneys. Kidneys for Candice. Kidney. And Gigi, who will recite poetry the next time she's on here. Yeah, maybe she I'll promised. dance. Maybe I'll dance. You dance again and the ninja will kill you. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, guys, have a good weekend or good week.